going on everyone welcome to the stakes is high podcast a real podcast having real conversation with real people and i am jones what up tc what's good what's happening my brother chilling man how about yourself man bless more than i should be you know Sir. welcome back yeah, welcome man. back i feel good to be back baby yeah, back man, in the saddle. Yeah, man, I was excited, <laughs> man. I was excited to get back recording because, you know, last time, man, I took my fast. I think we continued to record. No, I think we just did a, um, we did that best of, I think. Nah, I remember I was gone we, for a month. Oh, we did, we did. We just dropped like, we did, we you did, know, we did. like listen to this one again, listen to that one yeah, again. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I'm happy to be back, man. That two weeks, man, it was refreshing to have like – Man, my mind clear of just everything. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was good, man. It was it was it was challenging at time because in in time of boredom, you know, we go straight to social media. But I had to I had to come up with something else. You know what I'm saying? So what you so what you do, man? Like what it you know for those out there that are curious, like or thinking about like man, maybe I should do a social media fast or a break yeah, from yeah. every day. You know, being connected as much. You know what I'm saying? Like what did, what are a couple of things you did like man. in your in your spare time yeah yeah man i uh well you know like i told you guys before i left that well i think it was a jesse the episode with jesse i downloaded a uh uh one of the language apps so i've been trying mm. to do the spanish thing man and uh it's it's, it's tough man it's tough but uh, I, uh, I, I do that and uh i, I downloaded man some memory games Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Keep because, your, just keeping your mind sharp. You yeah, know what I mean? man. Because I've I've heard of a couple. You know, I had family members, man, and man, my pops, man. He just be forgetting recently, man. I'm like, man, come on, man. Like, yeah, you know, you don't memory, want to be not serious, bro. You know? And it's like, and he he gets he's so passive and just he's just like, oh, I'd be all right, man. I forgot, like, bro, you just you know, like. So I've been trying yeah. to do a couple memory games on my phone, man. But man, it's just been good just to wake up in the morning and just be able to control your own energy. But we could talk about that later in the episode. But uh, a lot of times I, I would get on social media and then my energy would be adjusted to what I saw online. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't have that. So I was able to control my my energy and just how my feelings and my emotions just because I had control of it. You know what I'm saying? So, right. but it was good, right. man. It was good, man. Good. Yeah, man. Oh. I don't want to keep our guests waiting too long, but I do want to hear about my boy over here, man. <laughs> my boy TC. And then I want to get to MJ because I got beef with our guests. But TC, man, you, <laughs> man, I read a message, man. You hit me on text message, man. You gotta, you gotta, let, the, you gotta let the world know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. Hey, but first of all, man, I'm, I'm blessed, man. I love you. I'm glad I'm seeing you today. Love you. I love you too, brother. <laughs> but tell him what happened, man. <laughs> bro, man. Yeah, that got me, dog. That uh, that that COVID, that COVID nineteen, <laughs> oh, oh. crept up on me and and got me like, man, right before the break. You know, it's funny, man, because you know, 
Jones was def- definitely serious about uh, you know his classes. So even you know group me where we we communicate regularly. He didn't have ass. Like if you ain't had his number, you ain't catching up with him. And so like I hopped into group me and he had already uh, got rid of it. Just like you know, bro, <laughs> test positive. I got this. So yeah, man. Um, and it's wild, dog. And, and and this is this is good timing to share this. It's right before Christmas, and I know people are probably planning to you know catch up with family and not and whatnot. But yo, I got it. Like uh, right, I, f- I felt ill right after Thanksgiving. You know Bro, what I'm you right were sick. The when you, remember we recorded with Jesse, and you had a little little something going on in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, start bubbling up. I'm like, oh man, you know, a little seasonal thing. You know, finna kick in or whatever. Then start feeling a little worse, worse. Like, oh no, nah, this is a full on cold. And then, um, <clears throat> you know, decided to go ahead and get tested. Just I want to be precautious. You know what I mean? I just want to make sure I don't have it. And if I do, for sure, uh, you know, I, I'm quarantining and not infecting anyone else. But fully expecting it to come back negative. I'm like, it's just cold, bro. I'll be straight. You know, I'm still working. I'm telling my boss at work, like, I don't feel that hot, but yeah, you know, I'll be good. I, I could keep working. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, at home, like at the crib. You know what oh, saying? yeah, I'm tripping. You working from home. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the crib. I'm just saying, like, I could stay online. See, like, if you don't feel well, take off. I'm like, nah. You know, not knowing I had COVID, you know what I'm saying? Just sitting here battling through it. And um, yeah, man, I got that positive result. I'm like, God. So. You know, obviously, you know, me and Courtney both had it. You know, she's here with me. And so, um, thankful enough, bro, it was like, it was a mild, you know, case. Um, you know, uh, it just felt mostly like a cold. Yeah, you know, it was, yeah. it was ugly for like three days. And then the symptoms just kind of wore off. I had like a temp for three days. Both of us did. And, um, you know, it just kind of just went down from there and uh, got back to normal. So I, I, I say, like, as far as being sick, it felt like, you know, the two, like, the time they tell you to quarantine two weeks yeah it felt like that you know but gradually got better throughout those two weeks but yeah man you know the holiday coming up bro like y'all think twice before being around because i had to you know it was right after the holiday i got sick so i had to go back and call you know my mom i was around we weren't around many people kind of like that contact trace then you yeah yeah yeah. you have to man people gotta be responsible enough to do that and um and that's the problem is people not not taking ownership, accountability, not being responsible with this thing, and just keep passing and passing and passing. And so, luckily, you know, it was just my mom and stepdad, and then you know, Courtney's mom, sister, and her fiance were the only people. So five people total that we even saw, and uh, they all came back negative. So we picked Good it up man. even you know after yeah, yeah. CNN for the holiday, but you know, it could have been worse. It could mm-hmm. we could have I could have got it before. CNM and could have passed to those five loved ones and then they passed. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. just think twice, man, before y'all linking up. I know it's important to see family and you know around the holiday times, but if you can do a FaceTime, Zoom call, whatever, you know, means you can, uh, I definitely suggest it just to, you know, be safe and make sure you ain't affecting somebody because you might be sick and not know it. Yeah, man. Well, I'm glad you made it, bro. Uh, made it through, yeah, man. You know, that. and uh, prayers up to man the people who you know lost loved ones because of COVID. Um, I, I've, I know a couple people just as within the last couple weeks, man, that I that I knew that lost people. So, hey, man. Um, yeah, man. Y'all stay safe out there, man. So, uh, but TC, man, I'm glad you're here, brother. Glad you made it yeah, through, man. man. Shake yeah, it off. Shake it off, man. Um, thank you, uh, man. It's been a couple weeks, but our last episode, Jackie. Jackie came through, right? Was it? Yeah, Jackie was our. Yeah, Jackie was our last yeah. episode. Jackie, shout out to Jackie uh, for coming through, and because she actually came through in the. Um, 
man, it was like a couple hour notice. She 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 fell through for us, man. So thank you, uh, Jackie, for coming through. Sir, yes, sir. And TC, if they want to listen to that episode and all our episodes, the previous episodes, all the way back to two hundred and where where we at now, bro? Man, we, we uh, cooking man, right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't even know where we're we two hundred, two hundred something. But uh, um, but if you want to listen to that episode and all our previous episodes over and over and over again, TC, where can they find us, brother? At Stakes is High Pod. This is. Uh, oh damn! It's the first time I ever <laughs> fumble. Fumble the first time in a, in a long time since the early days. Uh, anyway, um, we're, we're at Texas High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any uh, comments, questions, Dang. concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show. Please shoot us an email at stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Hey, bro. You're rusty, G. It's been, it been, it been like two, three weeks. I, I'm like, damn, I got I to shake the webs off, man. Yeah, I'm man. playing COVID. I'm playing COVID. There you go. That's, there you go, man. Yeah, yeah this, man. This got get the little extra off. Yeah. But, man, I'll we got next time yeah you good man thank you man uh, anybody please man hit us up on that email man hopefully you know to the people you know who waited two weeks and I didn't get any text messaging because they listened to the show and told them not to but uh I dropped a message on our, on our social too oh did you know. oh, right on yeah. man right on to I, make sure yeah right on I did so. down so but man we got a returning guest man when you told me yeah. uh, our guest was coming and the story I was excited man I, you know I love content like this when people tell their story and mm. Uh, people, you know, express um, just their journey in life, regardless of whatever their walk may be. I, I love these. I love these because it's kind of easy. We just let the people talk, let them go. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, but uh, man, when you told me, uh, you know, we had a guest, I didn't know it was a returning guest, bro. And uh, this has been, man, it's been a few years since since uh, mm-hmm. we had you on, MJ. Anybody, what? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So around January or February, I believe, of what? 17 or 18. I know it's after my cousin's death, so I think it was like 17 or 18. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, man. So this ain't no guest. This family, bro. We, we call it a guest, yeah, man. man. You return. You guest, baby. Uh, <laughs> you family. Yeah. Man. yeah, you ain't no guest. But, uh, bow, bow, yeah, bow. Man. All day, bow, bow, bow. <laughs> yeah. We got MJ, man. What up, brother? What's up, bro, man? Happy Tuesday to y'all, man. Good. Happy man. y'all healthy out here. The, yeah. the mental stuff you're doing. You have to get away and take a breather, and I'm happy you... Re- you know, recover from COVID, you and your fiance, bro. So that's good. Right yeah, right yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, last time we had you on, man, we talked about your cousin uh, <laughs> who was killed. And uh, how's the family since then, man? Any, you know, anything? I know we said we was going to follow up after that. You know what? I saw his mom post today. She kind of, you know, the, the holiday coming around and stuff like that. Um, I think what happened this summer was... Um, you know, it, it brings it back up. It makes you reflect or puts it back in your face. Um, yeah. He did, uh, they did have his name on that big mural that was going on in uh, Minneapolis with all the names. Oh, nice, um, nice. And there was a, um, they had Dante Shannon on there. And there was another uh, young young male, I think about 18 years old, Tyrese West. I don't know if y'all heard, also from Racine, Wisconsin, who was killed by police the, that's the next summer. So it was just like back to back. And then, of course, the one uh, Kenosha that he survived, but mm-hmm. Kenosha, Wisconsin, that's 15 minutes from us. So it was all, Damn. you know, that area, man. I've been telling people about the Midwest, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man. Yeah. 
It's crazy, right. man. It's crazy. It is. But thank you for asking. Yeah, man. How's your health, bro? You good down there? Down there? you you in a yeah. Man, listen, yeah. y'all y'all acting like COVID didn't exist down there, bro. Y'all right. they hey, hey, you know what? Moving, I, bro. They <laughs> down there you know what? I'm a little guilty of that. Uh, <laughs> I know they follow you on social, man. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm a little guilty of that, man. But it's uh it's nice right now. It's like in the mid upper 50s, so really comfortable weather. Um. The age is really, I mean, it's, it's kind of, uh, the age is moving. Like, like it's been the epicenter of partying during the pandemic. Uh, I'm going to just put it like that. It seemed like the filming, I, I walk around, they're still filming crazy movies and TV shows. It's like, you could see a difference, but you really can't tell. It's still yeah. like going up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But man, yeah. um. Well, man, stay safe out there, brother. Stay safe. Thank <laughs> man. I want to. I want to. Uh, I want to express my beef. I want to express it to the public. <laughs> man, we had you on three years ago. We say, uh-huh. and man, you didn't tell me in TC to get be Scooter Gang, baby. Why ain't you? Why ain't you put us on, man? Oh, <laughs> awesome! Oh, yeah, make a Scooter wild. Gang, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm just kidding, man. But, man, shout out to you, man, and with your debt-free and thing, the movement you have, man. I was like, yo, man. You got the logo popping right there. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm trying to get it really moving, man. So that's all I've Was it like 90000 90000 $96,000, $940,000. Mm, yeah. That's a number for your ass. Hey, look, when I met TC, that's when I was accumulating a lot of debt around that time man because uh, a lot of it came really a little bit came in college but really started doing my master's program um getting loans to finish the master's program and then also uh not receiving teacher loan forgiveness and then it was like just i'm gonna talk about it kind of like dealing with my insecurities i think i was using credit cards and stuff like that to mask things that i was going through so yeah but uh i, I caught it in 2013 i started when i moved to atlanta i started realizing like yo like i suck at this or like i have way too many credit cards and so i embarked on that debt-free journey and so yes yeah, so that's what ended up happening yeah, yeah man. man i see you, you hustling too boy man like it's I, I, hustle. you talking about hustle man yeah, <laughs> wow, a lot of discipline. It was wild. Yeah, man, I was yeah, like the scooters. He was killing, man. I was like, dang, I need to be a part of the scooter gang, baby. But no, nah, man, congrats on that, brother. Thank you. Um, but yeah, well, man, um, TC kind of gave me a quick rundown, man, of uh, what was going on, like you know your journey, you know, even outside of the debt free, and maybe we can all put that together and some of the other things you had going on, man. But. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see if those are related, like the the that you said you were masking things and yeah. going into that. So let's, to yeah, let's jump into it, man. Let's, let's jump oh, into it. We, we, we could kind of start from there, <laughs> and then you know, and just peel back. Yeah, um, I basically I was um, kind of insecure, basically very insecure about my sexuality, and so. I started, uh, when I look back at how I accumulate even a lot of debt, um, some of the things that I was doing was like shopping or like turning up real crazy, buying things, like overcompensating even for like friendships or overcompensating for like relationships, whatever it may be. So I was just, to make myself feel good, just swiping my credit cards and stuff like that. So, um, but 
that's just one piece of it, you know, when it comes to my sexuality. But that was just like, yeah, some I, I realized that it was a connection um, that I was going through. Okay. Uh, let's 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 go back, man. Um, I, I like starting from the beginning, bro. Um, cool. I like starting. Um, when when did you know, like, when you start understanding sexuality and knowing that, like, hey, you know, I'm feeling different than what I what what society expects me to feel. How when did man, you feel? Man, it got all the way back to six years old, man. Damn, see people really? always, yeah. people say yeah. that, bro. That's why I ask, man. And tell me. I, I want to go down that. I want to jump into. I want to try to understand that being a uh, uh, you know heterosexual male and just understand like give us that feeling that you know you may experience to to make you to be like yo I, I can remember back at six years old you know what I mean yeah um, well I think mine is stemmed from some people say they was like born gay some people think you just kind of developed into it I. I'm in between the two. I really don't know. I I just know that um I was like touched, you know, by a male, before older male. So I like to think that was like my first ex- sexual encounter, mm-hmm. you know. And I was a I was a kid, you know. what I'm saying he wasn't an adult. He was just an older to me, an older kid, pre preteen, if you will. I was I was six, seven. Okay. okay. So I was six. I remember it's like where my si- I remember my sixth birthday. Um, something happened. So, but, um, so from there, like those weird feelings, like really to me started or whatever. And then um, I could remember if we fast forward, eight years old, third grade. Third grade, I also started, I felt different. Like, um, there was girls I liked, and then there was, like, guys I felt like like I liked. And I liked mm. in a way that wasn't, you know, like, fit in it. That was, yeah. Yeah, right, right. More than that, yeah. Yeah, and so... Um, so, hold on, hold on, let me... I'm sorry, I, I want to go back to... I want to go back to six years old, because you said that mm. happened. Was that hap- Was that continuing to happen? Yeah, and you enjoyed it, or what was it that? You- I I don't. I, I sometimes I I started to feel like I did enjoy it because that's what I knew. I think um, that was just it was a next door neighbor, and so it was like that was kind of like continuous, and that's what I I don't know if I thought I knew I didn't I knew that I knew it wasn't normal. Like it wasn't normal because we wouldn't be hiding it. Right, like right, you know, right. it was hidden, and so none of my family knew until, shoot, I was about twenty two, twenty three, so I um you know just kept that really all in me, you know what I'm saying I I kind of like through high school people I dated I kind of I told them you know you tell your secrets and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like that but um but so that kind of stopped maybe after a year I remember we moved and then um. The next big time around was like eight, nine years old when I started feeling that way. I started feeling like uh, like I was attracted to guys. And so, um, but you just suppress it and you just kind of like, <laughs> you keep it moving. And yeah. then um, it just wasn't in, the, also I wasn't in the home. Although I was already different. My personality, like my brothers, I, man, I have to teach you about my brothers. My brothers, they, uh... <laughs> I was the one that was getting picked on between my older brother and my little brother. They used to jump me and stuff like that. So uh, <laughs> my characteristics and mannerisms were, were a little different. Mm. And then um, around middle school is when I consciously like um, encountered another guy. Like I like I, I like went for it, mm-hmm. and that was seventh grade. 
that's why I be looking at these kids crazy right now. But um, <laughs> um but um, that was seventh grade, and uh, I hated it. Like I hated everything about it. I was beating myself up, man. Especially in, in terms of Christ, of course, and religion. Like I was, um, man. I can remember crying like crazy at night, like that, the yeah. whole year, seventh that, grade. That's okay. what I was gonna ask you, bro. I was gonna ask you. Uh, it's kind of related to what you just said, like. You know, did you like like you said? Did you feel bad? And and you kind of answered the question. That was my next question, actually. But uh, so you felt bad, like you didn't feel bad until middle school. Like you didn't. During those times when you were younger, did you like you didn't feel bad because you felt like this wasn't the normal way, and then people would talk about it, and people would be like, "You're wrong for it." It, it didn't hit you until middle school. Yeah, I think yeah, it's in middle school. I think okay. well, that's what my I had more of a conscious or yeah, something about yeah, it. Yeah, Start yeah. learning more. Yeah, yeah I think norms. You start to learn more. For I, sure. I would assume. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that yeah. I think role. earlier on it was you know I was a kid. I, I knew it was wrong, but I didn't. Mm, I just kept it to myself pretty yeah, much. You know? yeah. And so um. Middle school was my first, like I said, first encounter, and then I hated it. And from there, man, like, um, so I try to put it to the side, whether it was through church or just put it to the side. And then I felt like I started putting it to the side, like when I lost my virginity, like, so girl, like eighth grade, uh, going to, I was going into ninth grade, I remember. And then from there, it was just kind of like, I think what I was doing well, I was just very sexually active, like you know, I was sexually active, and um, and I was trying to figure out uh, in high school. Well, my like, freshman year, I was like dating girls, I had a girlfriend, you know, was messing around, whatever things like that, messing with girls, and then tenth grade, I had a, another experience with a guy, and this is when the like the term down low, like I started, I felt like I was like down low. Mm-hmm. It's like tenth grade, so this tenth all the way really throughout, throughout college. Honestly, I lived like like I was messing with girls, but also would mess with dudes off on the side, mm-hmm. and um, I never termed it as bisexual or anything like that. I was just a dude that was kind of like undercover, and then when I try to talk about it, like to especially like my um, my mom and dad, that that one happening, they weren't like this mature or ready. For like, it. You're talking about you coming out to them. Like, right, this yeah. is like the first time explaining, like, all right, mom, dad, you know what I mean? This, this, like, this is how I feel. Like this. this late high school. Late high school, okay. Yeah. yeah. And they weren't, and they were not <sighs> going. It yeah, was all rejected. Even if they heard rumors, I was very popular in my hometowns. I was MJ the DJ. I was throwing that, parties. That's what I yeah, was. Man. Like, everybody knew who I, everybody know who I am or whatever. And yeah. so, in this high school, and um, so they will. You know, people talk, you know what I'm saying? I like to think I ain't an ugly person. Neither I'm a cool person. So. <laughs> and so, like, you know, you know, they talk or, you know, a lot of females trying to get at me, this, this, this. And, yeah. you know, I curve them in a way. So, you know, that was awkward or, you know, but the conversation started coming towards my family. Like, uh, some people think you gay or this, this. But it's kind of like, no, one. we never really had an open conversation about it. Yeah. Did you, uh, before you, I, I want to go back just to the six, eight, and before you, you said you lost your virginity. 
what was the what were you doing with you saying with those other was it just kind of like making out with them or what was that that you, yeah okay, uh, with okay. the guys yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah making out and oral okay okay mm-hmm. all right cool cool um yeah you, yeah bro come on we gonna we gotta watch these kids y'all was out here being fast <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> six seven eight grade Man, Seriously, I, but bro. but the thing is dog yeah, you real. think you thinking this that's is you think this of, this is the thing like if you think if your your son is playing with the next door neighbor right you're not even expect you know, close you know, the door y'all have fun you know what i'm saying I, <laughs> you really gotta be cautious like yeah, for real as yeah. you know that whole name you know because i'm assuming that's someone that the family trusted and all of and that knew, yeah, and, yeah. and knew, knew well think, yeah. and you just never think twice about it yeah. yeah i feel that man. what you uh what was the so i want to know like the down low experience and well before we go there i know like were you overcompensating trying to hide the fact that you were gay by just messing with a whole bunch of women because you said you were very sexually active was it like yo i gotta yep. mess with all these chicks to try to try to hide the fact that fit in yeah, yeah definitely to fit in or keep keep pace even with my cousins or like kicking yeah. it with my cousins and stuff like that so definitely but definitely. when you when that's, you lay, when you lay down it, yeah but when, yeah it's pressure but and when you lay down at night and you know that's not what you really wanted how'd you fight that or was you just like were you fighting yourself too i think i started yeah i in high school how did I fight it? I don't know necessarily. Like, uh, keep myself busy, I think. Mm. Um, and then in college, it went to alcohol. But for mm. sure, like, um, in high school, I think just keep myself busy. Gotcha. Kept myself going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a tough pressure that I feel like, um, you know, a lot of young males deal with. And that's like, you know, being the cool, you know, pulling, pulling girls like, oh, my homeboy, he, he getting some, my other homeboy getting some, I ain't had none of your cousin, your brother, whoever, you know, your uncle's like, you got them girls yet? You know what I'm saying? That I know they, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, that's a, you know, pressure that, that a lot of uh, young males have to deal with. And so to have to have that pressure and then, you know, trying to keep up, you know, and, and please, you know, these other people yep. and you you not pleasing yourself because it is not really what you want to do at all right you know? yeah right. so that's crazy that's it's like double the pressure you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah well i could see how that leads to drinking at an older age you know what I'm yeah <laughs> for sure trying to trying to hide that pain with something else yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yep, yep, yep. um these download times man because i remember the term came out and i think it was like on like there's a dude from atlanta wrote a book and he was on mm-hmm. Oprah. yeah it was called yep. download yeah so it's, it's funny that term stuck around like a mug but when when you were having these experiences was it like you know I, of course you were doing it on the low but when did you just like like how was that feeling like man this is my safe this is the place that i want to be you know what i'm saying like like that that comfort zone what what comfort zone in terms of well what? when you were being with the guys you know as far as oh. living you're free there was it like i can be myself now you know what i mean was that was that a, how you lived or would you how was that oh uh, i guess when i was with the guys i guess let's say you're talking about like adulthood like from after high school or even like during high school when you said you was in college and you were doing more doing oh in college yeah, yeah. yeah i think um in a sense, like at the time, a lot of those guys too were kind of labeled down low. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like this understanding. Um, 
no one was really out out i now you know some call it like a gaydar you can kind of pick up on people whatever but uh especially i guess as you get older but i guess at the time i you know we were able to talk about how we felt too during you know doing what we was doing in a sense or um people open up about their families and this how rejection and how they don't they feel like they can't come out or they can't do this because they get outed and won't be accepted into whatever they're trying to do so the pressure was on this was like 2006 to 2010 we know that we wave away from there right now and just the perception of sexuality wow, has man, changed so much yeah, yeah, yeah. uh but it was it was tough in college man um because same thing i kind of got involved right away on campus um um became a leader like especially second semester started like freshman year i was really starting to get involved ended up pledging and so even for the frat, it was very difficult um, because at the time, y'all, it was a website called JuicyCampus.com. <laughs> uh That's all. And they aired all kind. Of, I don't know who. I, to this day, I think I know who it was, but I miss old now. Uh, it's over with. But yeah, people went online and was just... Uh, talking about i remember just walking to the cafeteria how embarrassing that was you know and things like that so just people just oh it's rumored that you this this that is rumored that you that and it just reminded me of like high school in a way too and yeah. i just didn't have no safe space to like yeah. deal with it or talk about um can call home so it was a it was a very very challenging time i want to say like none of this shit was easy um yeah. like, college college is yeah college is definitely a big high school for sure, man. Yeah. And, and one of the things that, you know, that sparked my idea, you know, uh, first of all, you said pledge. Go ahead and let the people know and rep your fraternity. Oh, oh damn, damn, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 he right. said fraternity, man. You, got, but then, yeah, you, got, yeah, like, you can't just say fraternity, bro. You can't up, just say man. fraternity. Come on, man. I, I, oh, yeah. six boys. Oh, yeah. six all day. All black. So, that was the initial thought, like, man, like, and just taking it to when you and I met, you know what I'm saying? You coming to Iota Lambda, and that's where we kind of, you know, linked up and, you know, black and gold movement, all that. We had a whole movement, like, we kicked it, you know, man, it was, it was great days, bro, great days, great days. And, and up until, you know, the time that you decided to move and and then you start to you know speak your truth and so that was kind of my idea like talking about pressure like dog you know you know as as mj to dj you got a, a certain persona to uphold you know you get in college you join a, a a black greek letter organization you got a certain persona to uphold you know and then i meet you and then you know was it like three years four years maybe three that years. you were in indy and then <clears throat> And then you came, you know, came out and then moved, moved to the A. So even just thinking about the pressure of speaking your truth to this group of guys, black males, which black folks already, you know, struggle with, except you said you had, you know, a troubling conversation with your parents and they had a hard time accepting it. And it's just like something that as a, you know, black community, you know, is not as easily accepting of, of, of differences. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I just wanted to know, like, how did you, like, the strength that it took to speak that truth? Like, what, what did you have to muster up to finally get oh, to that man. point? I think it was, um, remember, I was dating in Indianapolis. Yes, um, yeah. And 
I talking about Gator, like I, I, I that, that Gator stuff out the window. Like I, I had no clue until you spoke your truth. You know oh, what I'm saying? Cool, like, cool. like I ain't know what you was even going through. It's, and a hey, lot of people don't NJ, know. NJ, you know what I mean? NJ, let me tell you something. TC Gator week. <laughs> What's up, bro? <laughs> there was someone we knew, and I was like, it ended up happening. And I said, TC, I told you. He was like, Nah, man. It went before it happened. Is he, he one of those, like, wait till they say it type of people? Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, we couldn't call him that, but we was just like, bro, I don't know. And then and then one of our bros, mm-hmm. he kind of, it was showing some signs, and TC would deny it. I'm like, nah, bro. <laughs> hey, bro, because I can't assume, bro. Unless you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. And that's what I meant. That's yeah. what I meant. But we didn't, say it to, we didn't say it yeah. to him. It was amongst a small group to where we was just like, man, I wonder. Yeah. And then, you know, we would laugh or just kind of, we would never, we treated him the same. We didn't do, you know what I mean? But it was just like, I wonder. And now I think it's, you know, full blown, you know, he, I, I, I think he out. I still ain't, I ain't never heard, I still ain't heard the confirmation. I, I don't think, uh, I think you he know, is, he is. Yeah. He is. It's, it's kind of obvious now, though. <laughs> I think he, vis- I think he visually <laughs> living it. It's true. But not, not verbally living is true. I, I pull, if I pull my phone out, I'll show MJ. MJ be like, oh, heck yeah. Go ahead, my man. Like, uh, I remember, um, so I remember like consciously, like when I, when I was dating, like, I was like, yo, let me, um, I moved to Indy. I kind of almost considered like a fresh start, if you will. And I was like, yo, let me, you know. Found a girl. I was attracted to her, so I still have some attraction to females. So don't give me like. Um, and so, beauty's well, beauty. No, it, beauty's beauty. <laughs> you know, when I say that, um, it's funny because my partner he'd be like, "Well, I, I just know there's still there's some you know mutual attraction, whatever it is. Not maybe sexually attracting attraction, but there's some attraction to females. You know what I'm saying? So, and but I knew deep down inside, like I didn't. I wasn't feeling it because I knew it was wrong. Like, I'm like, this is wrong. Like, and I remember going to St. Louis one weekend and I was actually hanging with um, a friend of mine, her and her, her family. And we kicking and we vibing tough. And in my head, I'm like, why did it happen with, you know, my girlfriend at the time? Like, you know, and I said to myself, because it's fake, like, because it, it, ain't, it ain't real. So it was like a movie, man. Y'all, listen, I drove from St. Louis back to Indy, then went past my house, right to her house. And I broke her heart that night. I broke up with her just kind of like abruptly. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that was that was the, the first part, hard, hardest thing to do. Yeah. And um, I remember. I remember I dropped into like a depression um, later on that week um, in Indy. I dropped into a real big depression. And um, I then called home. My aunt's been raising me since I was like 10. And so I called her and I just got crying. She just was ready for it. Like she already knew. Like she's, yeah, she, yeah. and she kind of been new since high school. Actually, I've been able to have more open conversation with her but not my mom and my dad. My dad spent most of my life in prison anyways, but, and to me, he understands because he's been in prison. I don't care nobody say. And then, like, my mama, um, like, my mama, she, my mama gutter, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's, like, real tough, like, hood, look, like, so my, um, I remember I had a friend at the time, and she was like, you need to go, you, you need to go home and, um, my dad was out at the time. T- tell your mom and your dad, you know, that 
what happened to you, how you feel, such and such, such. So I took them to, uh, I think it's like July 2003. It was before I moved to Atlanta, and I took them to breakfast, and um, it was the most dopest and toughest heart conversations ever. Because uh, and my, it's funny, when I was taking them breakfast, my little brother looked at me, he was I'm coming too. I was like, okay. And so, like, he came and oh, I told him about, like, you know, that, that had what happened when I was young, all the way to how I felt. And then I felt like I was like, I'm gay. And, like, my mom was crying. My dad just looked at me. He didn't say nothing, like, the whole time. It was just like a stare, whatever. And so um, my mom was crying. And, you know, they felt like they didn't protect me, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, so I, I absolutely. Absolutely. It, you know, but that was uh, the start of my healing, you know, and uh, starting figuring out really who I was in that element. Yeah. And so, um, and how old were you? How old were you? How old were you? Dang, hold on. I don't know. I'll be 33, man. Yeah. So we going all the way back to, I was about 25, though. Yeah, I was about 25. Okay. Yeah, yeah. At the time, and Man, so and you from six years old to twenty five, you had that battling of yourself. Just, just, just man, wanted that's... to love my parents. That's basically like I feel like just want to share, you know, with the ones you love the most. Like yo, like this was going on. I need y'all to hear me out. And I don't, I, I know eventually when it's again, I know my mom's gonna somehow get to hear this. Like and so, but um, what up, mama? What up? <laughs> uh, but it's, it's you know, I I try not to. Um, I don't ever sit there and point fingers at them or whatever so I know my parents loved me and um they tried you know so I'm alive yeah, yeah, and yeah. uh I'm fig you know I'm figuring things out I figured some things out and so but that was that was that story up until then mm -hmm. and then it wasn't till I moved to the A I moved in with my partner and so now you know my partner at the time well my partner and um that was that was a whole nother segment. All right, that's a whole nother bridge oh, to cross. Uh, uh, it's really huge because he's also an alpha. Okay. So okay. that got like real crazy um, because we both in the same chapter. Um, and I remember undergrad. Yeah. Both okay. Undergrad. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, undergrad. Yeah. okay. Very popular, bros. I was president <laughs> at one time. He was president at one time. Stuff like that. And so um, I remember. We took a picture, but it was like with my niece and nephew and my mom. No, let me let me back back up. So my parents know now, you know, and that was just a whole challenge because my older brother be like, "Hey man, I know you told mama and shit, but like, uh, yeah, she be calling me on some shit though. Like, you know, she'll call them to vent or say it so hard and this this that. So I think in my head, my aunt always said it. I was kind of raised by. My mom, grandma, and my aunt, I was the child. I'm six months younger than my aunt's only child. I, so when I moved in with my aunt, it was me, my aunt, my uncle, and their daughter. Right. So my mom and my aunt, they always, I think my mom always had in her head that she was gonna be arguing with my aunt about her grandchild and about me, you know, and stuff like that. I was the one that went to college, you know, did the, the whole, went to college, first generation thing like that. So. Right. They had me in my head coming home with a bomb ass AKA or Delta, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that was in my mama's head, I think. And and so 
Yeah. The Zetas and the Ashley Rose gonna be on your head because you ain't named them. Oh, uh, you know, <laughs> shout out to the shout out to the 192022 family. No, no, no. <laughs> but um, so it was um through them years, you know, I was trying to tackle that and also just put my stance like, yo, I'm grown. I've been doing this on my own for real, for real. Like I've been work- working since I was 14. Like I got through school, all these uh, on my own. Like I, I'm a grown man, don't come from my life, you know. I, so I started feeling like I was doing that type of fighting, and um, so moving along, it was a. I'm here in Atlanta. I think within my first year, my mom comes down and um, she's with my niece and nephew, and I took a picture me and my boyfriend at the time. I keep saying at the time, like, we ain't together still. Uh, me and my boyfriend, we took a picture. And then, um, it, it, you know, we was just a family, like a family picture. So then bros from the chapters all in the group me. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, the group me go. I already, I already know, group <laughs> I already know where it was going. <laughs> so they was uh, just kind of, they was really calling him or whatever, like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, I just want to know some bros talking, this, this whole bunch of bros talking. And, um, and he's he's considered he's old school. He's twelve years my senior, so like he's more old school. So then, um, a bro call. He's like, no, you can call me whatever. And mind you, like this is first experience too. When he comes from a kind of even a different generation where it's more suppressed. Like you know, he was a basketball star at that. So like he like his whole world was definitely quote-unquote down or even more you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so like um i just remember the bros calling questioning like they was calling him though it's funny when nobody really calling me though like, so, then like he was like yeah he said yeah but then from there from there it was just a few bros it, it bros was talking but i feel like it was only like a certain amount of bros it wasn't until like i think the next year we took a line trip and uh, TC, you know, like you probably see my line, we go on line trips every year. Yeah, yeah. And I remember we was in Miami. Oh, oh. Yeah, it was in Miami. And um, I had told them, we always do this last dinner and shot before we go out. And I had told them then, my, the bros then, I'm trying to figure out if that was before or after that picture. But it was around the same time I told my line brothers and they just looked at me and it was like, Hey, bro, we don't get no fuck, bro. Thank you for sharing. Like, thank you. And it was like, if anybody told you something different, if nobody don't F with you now because you said that, like, they really didn't like who MJ was in the first place. Like, so that that meant a lot to hear, though. Like, you know, that, that, that ain't what I heard growing up. You know, that ain't, I heard faggot, I heard you, you know, you heard that. So when you hear, like, a group of guys say, like, no one cares like if they don't if they didn't like you because of who you sleep with you know or you know your personality forget them you know and so that started my lifestyle or that started me at least being open around like my line brothers and then the bros in general so does everybody in my chapter know so many lines that came through now i don't necessarily know i i, I think they do at least 90 percent of the bros do yeah like i'm that. sure they do There's yeah, older brothers of course that just don't know as they just older older but um because now even when we come back for uh homecoming or a classic or something it'd be funny like bros funny though they had like our little package together they like they look at us like here y'all go 
like that or something. <laughs> they, um, but it's all love. Our our apartment here in Atlanta is still really the epicenter of the chapter. I mean, if you just still watch my story, it's still the epicenter of bros coming through, young and old, whatever. Um, I we get this sometimes, and so our personalities kind of do soften up people's homophobia, if you will. Like, um, where we understand that there's like levels to, to the gay world. Like, we understand that we don't, like we don't dress trans or we are not hyper feminine. Right, you know, yeah, we're not yeah. like, you know, we just, we, we be at football games every year, you know, just left the Dolphins, you know, we, you know yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah. that does. Man, I, I've worked with this. Help, but I also don't, want that to be why people might still discriminate against others who are not like that right right man i work with this i work i worked with this gay guy at the hotel he you know like you man he cool to the mug man i was just and um he would he would just he was so cool and if like somebody like somebody did something he'd be like man that was gay and we'd be like, what? Like, huh? you know what I mean? He was just like a cool cat, man. Like, and he made it, like you said, he kind of lightened up the mood of like, you know what I mean? Like, he was like, yo, I'm living my real. This is me. This is who I am. Right. That's my lifestyle. It didn't make me be, you know, like he said, it wasn't, like you said, he know there's different levels to it. You know what I'm saying? And Jordan was a cool cat, man. I like that dude, man. He, like, you know, I don't work there no more. But he, it just reminded me what you said, your story. That's how he was, man. It just, he made it, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, and um, I guess my question to you about that, man, is like, um, it seemed like a lot of times, man, straight men are obsessed with gay guys. I mean, like, obsessed in, obsessed in a way of like, not not all TC, but I'm just saying like so many guys are just like, so, man, I ain't trying to be gay. Like, we're obsessed with the fact of not trying to be gay. And when I say we, I'm saying just like straight men, like. Like Paul, I know what you no mean. Homo. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I just never understood that. Like you know, what I'm saying? culture, it's culture. It's how yeah. we brought up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard to cut through it. You know, it's like you, you try to, you know, what I mean, like your story. You know, hopefully it's this, this, you know, get someone who's listening to it who may be homophobic or maybe less accepting of you know someone else's sexuality or lifestyle hope maybe this will open their mind a little bit you know what i'm saying whatever people or uh yeah whatever people like to paint in their in their mind of mm. what a gay person is like it's like your, your your idea of it is not somebody else's truth that's just your idea that's your vision you know what i mean you mm. learn it, like, like i like you know what i'm saying i like the fact that you said you know what i'm saying you and your partner are kind of like this you know bridge into uh, accepting, you know what I mean? People being more accepting of, of your lifestyle, your sexuality, or people, you know, or other people's uh, sexuality. So, I mean, that's dope. I mean, I think that's yeah. absolutely dope <laughs> that, that you could be that bridge and, you know, change somebody's mind. So that's 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 being around y'all. So hopefully someone's listening, bro. And then, uh, no, thank you. And uh, yeah, I've had, I mean, during this time, I said I've been in Atlanta seven and a half years, and that's when I'm I'm really you know Atlanta of course is black gay capital, and so it's a um, 
a place where you can kind of be safe and you you learn. It's overwhelming at times because it's a lot going on. It's a party city too, so you gotta like know how to filter through and discipline yourself to to learn yourself too through that. And actually, the dare free journey helped me because uh, man, if I moved to Atlanta at the time, same time I moved to Indy at 22, woo! I don't know, I'd hit my head hard. <laughs> but, uh, but no, um, Atlanta, man, like you said, it is a, <laughs> it, it is a culture adjustment. TC, remember we when we went down? Uh, I, I can't remember what we were down there for, but like, it, it's a cultural. Oh, adjustment. was it Devon's graduation? Either that or a wedding. De- De- Deontay, uh, Deontay's, oh, yeah. that too. Yeah, but it's it, it is because it's you you literally like, it's a culture shock if you're not prepared. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you you walk in you walk into the mall. We went to a mall outside mall or something like that, and you just like. Oh man, we're just you know what I mean. It's just like it's I get just two different. culture shock. <laughs> yeah, 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 from the Midwest. Even though I went to HBCU and stuff, but I'm from, from the Midwest. I'm Midwest blood. One, the black people. Like I've never been in a place where I feel honestly safe and accepted. And no matter what part of the circle I'm in, around 285, if my car stopped on way northeast on 285, south wherever. It's black faces everywhere. It's yeah. black faces. That was so that was big. And then two, two, three things. The party scene. I remember living in yeah. Indy. You know, we had like three <laughs> places. You know that we felt like here's again any and everywhere, any and every day. And then four, of course, the gay culture Man, is so shocks high there. Like, and it's all extremes. Like it's all extremes of black people. I said it's all extremes of black people here. But it's all extremes of gay here. Yeah. Like all extremes from one end to the other guys that you would never ever think of like even i can't read it like but you turn around <laughs> like some some happen you like oh, okay like yeah. that you know what i'm saying but then it's like then the ones that walk around you know the hyper feminine or the drag queens whatever you want to yeah. go you know what i'm saying and i i tell I know for a straight guy here, I'm like, I know y'all having fun though too. A straight single guy, and uh, I'm like, because there's way ratios. more women. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I was telling them, who you think like uh, getting all these women and strippers together? That's the gay men in the background of the entertainment scene <laughs> running that. Like, yeah. but um, nah, it's something, man. But I, I know um, you talked about bridging the guy. I'm gonna um, reference that we've had um, beautiful conversations with. Um, bros and their wives, you know, maybe who suspect that their kid, or it helped open their mind. Mm. Let me put out one brush said, I thank y'all because it helped me open my mind to if my kid was to ever come and say anything to me, like how I could take that. I have a cousin, and um, he talks about, he talked about to me this past year about his kid. And I haven't seen this kid in, in a long time. And then he was like, Yo, my kid came out and it really took me thinking about you and the stuff you was going through. I shared a lot with him late high school mm-hmm. to help with that. And so having those small conversations, I guess I'm thinking about like me being able to share what I have shared or whatever has helped other people. My older brother, his mind is way more open. He a closed-minded street dude. So, yeah. um, but it, it, it um, that that makes me smile because I know that I um 
I was psychologically fucked up. Like, you know, man, like, uh, I'm glad wow. you I'm glad you said that, man, because uh, from six all the way until I think you just said you said 25 when you were able to speak to your parents and kind of start living your free. Have you ever went to talk to a therapist? Because, I mean, that was a lot. You know, what I mean, um, it went on for a long time, but they were short lived tw tw twice. Um, late high school, my aunt got me one. And then by default, it was a nosy therapist. In my business in Indianapolis, <laughs> they uh, but they helped me get through a breakthrough and actually helped generate um, the conversation with my my parents that okay. that because that happened when I was on that way out to Indianapolis, I was able to talk with someone. Okay, okay, that's dope. Yeah. Man, uh, from the same chapter, you you and your boyfriend from the same chapter, and how did that happen, bro? How did y'all? Man, like how did that happen? <laughs> you know Man, I mean? it actually, it was the website. The website, uh, you were like, oh, he on uh, there too. <laughs> I went even <laughs> It was like um, it happened when I was in school. It started when I was in school, and um. Man, it was kind of like you just kind of picked it up eventually. Like it, it, mm. we didn't really know, no, it wasn't even like that as we just conversing but it kind of picked it up and it was like download stuff we stopped we stopped like right before i graduated and then that's when i actually came to indy and then um i ended up going but after everything happened um there was someone i loved i, I know what it was, but it was also tough in college at that age and then we ended up coming back together so that's what happened and it's crazy now looking back because since we've been here, like I said, our, our place is kind of still the epicenter. We're both very social, cool, chill dudes, and like the epicenter of people coming through. So whether it was like even old relationships of females we dated and stuff, those conversations are interesting. Of course, they're not happening anymore. But when I first came out, like publicly, um, yeah, them first few years, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was questions, and, and rightfully so, that some of the girls, you know, yeah, had, like, yeah. you know, and um, I appreciate them for even coming over and, you know, generating that conversation. Like, yo, like, what was going on? Or, um, you know, I wish you'd have told me or something like that. But it was never any, and again, I don't know if it's my personality or what, anything that I know of that was like, like anger. It was just like real fluid, open conversations. And almost like where people just kind of understood it, which made me think though too, there's, there, there are lots of people who can't understand, you know, gay people, but there's also a lot of people who are, open like especially in 2020 like is I, I think it's more people that's open than we think and uh and i don't know i but i, I just think there's more females and males especially yeah. females too because i yeah i think some stuff than than we think they are right and i think I, I think i've seen you know parents who take it the hardest because deep down they really already knew and then it came and it got confirmed and it just hurt on me even more. You know what I mean? Like, man, I knew this. And then there's some parents who'd be like, we've been known. You know what I mean? Like, but, you know, and I just, I, I just, um, you know, when you have a kid, you know, uh, you look at all aspects of life. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like you said, man, hearing stories like yourself or just people who are more open-minded, and I think, you know, as we get into, like you said, 2020, I think, you know, people 
understand more. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like people like yourself that's talking your, talking, telling your journey. But you know, well, like I said, having a kid, you know, you have to be. I have to look at all those things. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. from him dating a white girl, from him dating a girl, whoever. You just like have to be prepared and just be like, damn, that's coming one day. You know what I'm Where, saying? You have a son. You have a yeah, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah, my brother so, talks about that. Yeah, it's like you just gotta. Have, all those things are a part of the trying to be prepared of course you're gonna be like i want him to be a basketball player but then you got to look at all things in life and just be able to be the best parent add the best the, the most resources and the most support period you know what i'm saying so support yeah i appreciate you man you know you, you know just being able to come on our platform and tell you know your journey and your story man so hopefully this helps everybody that listens you know what i mean right. appreciate I'm, that i'm sure some you know some other bros who who ain't living their truth right now and probably, you know, afraid to you know, tell they LB, tell they saying, tell they chapter, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever, just like speak about it, you know? Uh, yeah. So yeah, hopefully it helps someone, you know? Hope. Yeah. Would you? I, would I, you... I, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to say, man, I was, I was going <laughs> to, kind of a, just a funny question, um, somewhat, but it's thinking about, you mentioned levels, you know what I'm saying? Levels of, of gayness and, you know what I mean? So like, I, my question to you is like is there any level that you like all right bro chill like you know what i'm saying like how you say you see what you know the 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 type of quote unquote you know the type of gay that's how, that's how, jordan, that's how jordan was jordan be like yeah. she's doing too much and he called yeah, me she <laughs> yeah so, so i'm like you know what i mean so is there anything that you know for you that you're like all right y'all y'all chill out man y'all being extra right now yeah i used to um i used to now i used to i noticed that i grew with it though but i definitely used to couldn't understand um think drag queens and then like yeah drag queens (laughs) that part i was I understand it. I didn't you know i remember i went to somebody i went to a drag show here um uh, with some females, they they love it. Like you know what I'm saying for some girl birthday, and I was just like, it was in shock. That was my first one. I was like, what? <laughs> and now, women do love it. I don't, yeah, I don't understand. because it. why they love to go to drag shows, but uh, it's I mean, entertaining. It's, it's inter. It's now okay. Now I'm calling it entertaining. Like versus seven years ago, even though I was gay, I still was like. Hey man, like y'all on one, like y'all like this, this too much. And I, I used to say that, but um, it's all about um, about a lack of word exposure, just getting to know people. Like yeah. I guess just getting to know people. Like once you put yourself in the element, or just talk to one, or you just find out they they human in blood just like you, they breathe just like you, got a heart just like you. And it don't even be too much. It's just this, it's their way of expressing themselves. Yes. And um that's all the be for real. Yeah. yeah, that's I went, real, bro. Yeah, I went to I went to a uh there was a podcast convention that they had in Atlanta. It's been some years ago and it was other podcasts and it was these gay it was a gay podcast and I think it was uh I think it was three dudes and one girl maybe and they were just taking questions from the crowd and just like talking about their podcast and everything and I, and I asked them I was like one of the things that I, I guess I, I kind of never understood is like you would have like a, you would have a lesbian you would have a, a female a woman who would be attracted to super super butchy looking lesbians that basically look like men I'm like I, you know what I mean I'm like why wouldn't you just 
get a man, you know what I mean? <laughs> or a guy who's attracted to who like another guy who looks just like a woman. You know what I mean? I never kind of understood that part of it. <laughs> um, I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me some answer. They was kind of all over the place. I was like, all right, man, I didn't get it. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. that's real, though. I mean, I don't, I mean, you know, it, and it may not be for us to understand. Just, yeah, I just you know, was asking because like, they was taking questions. I was like, yeah. I just, you know what I mean? But I mean, it ain't, hey, man, do your thing. Hey, be happy. Just as long as you happy. You ain't hurt nobody. Mm-hmm. Live your life, man. You know, yeah. matter. <laughs> and it and it goes, man. My um, I think the biggest outside of gaining more peace in my life, um, my mom has been like to me the the change agent. Like she, she's a whole different vibe now with it. And again, it helps that she likes who I'm dating. Like she loves him. Call her her son and everything. That shit was not right. And, Seven years ago, like, so that that does help my life out. You know, as as much as as an adult I, I am, it's still like that. Parents, you know, you want your parents to feel a certain way about you, like accept you or be proud of you. And I think acceptance was my word that I struggled with because um, throughout my life since maybe six years old, because of um, one, just my parents not feeling like they accepted me. They heard the rumors, but they never talked to me. And then two, I started losing so many friends or I started getting so insecure and removed from so many friends throughout my life uh, because of my sexuality. I started running away. I started being away. I started, um, so when I look back at all of that, um, that's, I guess, at one point to it. I'm alluding on two different points right there, but my mom, to get back to my mom, She's just a whole nother woman. And and again, it helps um I think parents, people like her and her age and um that she now you know, she funny too with it. She come down here and it could be a party going to our house, I always got something. But everybody come to our crib. And that was another thing, like we um you will find in the community a little bit like the gays only hang with gays. Like you will find that in some parts of the gay community. Mm-hmm. But for me, like and that was that happened like twice here we threw like we threw a super bowl party once right now mm-hmm. <laughs> now mind you this is like my first year and a half or two years here so i, I was hustling i was on the dead free journey so i won't i don't really meet people i just knew people from school or whatever and then um so he knew more people he'd been here a year before me so all these guys coming through it was cool it was a lot of bros cat all kinds of fraternity people and then it was also like just cool people whatever but everybody's gay you know what i'm saying so i got to thinking i was like this was cool we went you know we was the only ones watching the game you know everybody was here to see beyonce but um <laughs> i was like uh, i didn't like that though because i felt like Yo, like we cool with everybody. Like, why yeah. are we like? You know what I'm saying, like, in that excluding, not, excluding yeah. our, our people. We, strippers in here jumping off the walls or something. Like, we, just, <laughs> you know. So that's when we started telling everybody, like, come through, come through, and it's amazing. I think what that has not only done for us because we wanted everybody to really be in our life. One, mm-hmm. but two. People would text us like mad crazy, like, yo, everybody was cool. Y'all house, our house, our, our, and I'm gonna say our apartment party, living in an apartment, our apartment party cracking. We got yeah. blessed with 
never have neighbors that tell anything on us. But um, but like what it was though, it was people, their wives, their girlfriend, gay, straight, whatever. But my thing is, you cool, you cool, come kick it. Yeah. But, but those spaces did a few things to a lot of people, to the straight people who came, the straight guys, the girlfriends, whatever. It, and some straight guy just came, you know, it wasn't because it wasn't we just having a Super Bowl party. So it wasn't like it was like, hey, this type of party. Yeah. But they'll leave and be like, yo, that really helped me with gay guys. Like they just I said, what? Like they you what the stereotype. It broke down some yeah. of the stereotypes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or it elevated it. But for the most part, it broke it down when you left here. So on the straight guy side, they'll even be like, Yo, they was cool. They was kicking it. the next kickback. And you know what, bro? It may be it may be a situation to be like, yo, this gay guy that you was afraid to talk to because you thought he wanted you, this dude might be a real estate agent that you've been looking for a period. You know what I mean? It may be. Yeah, you never know the connections. It's amazing, though, for the gay guys. And you find this a lot of the gay community. Like, they be shocked that, like, my brothers, my line brothers, this, this, everybody, so many people know and so many people see us and be around us, and that that hurts my heart because I get where they they come they they don't have the feel like you... and they, and they don't yeah they at don't have I was there time, yeah. Yeah. I was there so, so like, and they damn. still at their age you know I'm I'll be 33 next year, but they still 33 34 35 and they don't have that acceptance or they're afraid to embark on that road with their family friends they lbs whoever like um so when they come here. I'm telling you, we get a crazy amount of text messages um, after our events because they're like, yo, like, that was just so dope. Everyone was there and everyone was something like, well, thank you. I'm happy you shared that with me, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah man, you got to think, man. There's a, lot, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people, uh, man, they, they, they not able to live their truth because of, like you said, just like they, like you said, 33 and however long they've been dealing with it, the battling you had to do with that, they're still going through it. You know what I mean? And it's, mm -hmm. it has to be tough, man. That, that has yeah. to be, has to be, you can't just be yourself completely just because, man, you, you afraid or you afraid to be, you know, rejected, rejected or whatever. So that's mm -hmm. tough. Uh, one thing that kind of, uh, <laughs> help not accept but like uh broaden my horizons um just speaking about your party uh one of my homeboys jr dog he a q he 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 parties he kicks it you know what i'm saying <laughs> he's calmed down he you know i'm tripping like you don't know jr <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lit. I'm, tripping. I'm tripping bro so um dog sunday fun day one time i think you had already moved bro sunday fun day mass Ave. I think he was gone by the time we started doing these like regularly Sunday fun day down the strip, go bar to bar. And one Sunday, man, um, it's it's a gay bar on Mass Ave called Teenies. I had never been to Teenies. I didn't know it's a gay bar, so I, it, it wasn't on my radar. And so we was doing this bar crawl. At the end, usually like I told you, TC, don't, night, TC, TC ain't got no radar, dog. <laughs> I told bro, you. So we go to Teenies, right? <laughs> And so we in there, he ordering shots. He ain't telling me nothing, but he got Kicking this look it. on his face because he knows I don't know where I am. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking we at a bar. And so we kicking it, bro. And man, we having a great time, partying, music thumping. I'm like, oh, DJ lit. Then I kind of like start paying attention 
you know, and at first, you know what I'm saying, it was a mixed crowd, was, you know, straight folks in there, gay folks in there, whatever, you know, they people in there to have a good time. I just know it as the label a gay bar, you know what I'm saying, because that's that's where people, they go, you know, to be comfortable, you know what I'm saying, feel like they are around people who, who fuck with them. And so I'm sitting in there, bro, and I'm looking left, looking right, and he watching me, bro, he waiting, he waiting for me to, <laughs> he waiting for it to click on me, dog, and then it finally, they, they like play some shit on the screen, they had like TVs all over and it was like some, you know, something gay. You know what I'm saying? Like two two guys like humping on each other and licking. Yeah, you know, I was like, I was like, what the fuck is going on, dog? And I look at him, and he on the floor live laughing, bro. And he was like, yeah, bro, welcome, welcome. And he was like, he's like, I come here all the time, dog. It's the best party. It's the best party on Mass Ave. And I tell you what. Hey, he was not lying. You be like, bro. Hey, guess what? The the the, the whole club lit. The bar lit. I'm like, damn, it's crazy. Hey, bro, you was like this. You was like, shit. They tequila tastes the same. Wow. I'm like, man, order me another shot. Whatever. That's for playing me like that. Like, I had no clue where I was, but uh, you know, it's like I say all that to say, man. Like, like so many people have this idea, this mis, you know, is this you know idea of what gay is and it's like you know quit projecting whatever your thoughts or views are on the whole community of people because everybody it it ain't no one it's not cookie cutter ain't no one template so yeah man teenies lit (laughs) (laughs) shout out to we did get some sponsorship man you sit here screaming too much (laughs) hey i'm telling you sunday night yeah man I think I think the hate for I think the hate man that that people have for you know the gay community is so deep man this guy I work with I, I lost a lot of respect for him this day man he was like uh he's this this corn fed corn fed trump supporter and <laughs> the gays going to take over our community da, da, da. he he was he's one of those guys and he told me one day he was like, I was like, bro, what is your? I said, what? Like, kind of like I was asking you, MJ. I'm like, what is your obsession, bro? Like, why are you, you know, what, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, dang. And he was just like, man, I just, I just, God put us on it. I'm like, here we go with this. I, I said, quote, quote something in the Bible, like, you know. But anyway, he, you know, he, 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 he straight up looked me in the face, man, and was like, you know, I asked him, you know, what if your son comes out? You know, he got, he has four sons. I said, well, one of them come out, you know, being gay. He looked me straight in my face, bro, and was like, I'll disown him. I said, man, you're not serious. He said, I'm yeah. dead serious. Wow. I, I lost a lot of respect for him that day, man. You know Got what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, man, I was just like, your, your, your son, you, you, you loved him all his life. And he makes this decision. You gonna disown him? A decision for him, for himself. For him, ain't got nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. That's real. Me, my lifestyle. You ain't ain't calling (laughs) in bed with me at night. You know what I mean? That happens every day, y'all. That happens. That happens every day. Like every day in our communities, every day around us. And um, there's, and again, talking about just learning, because I still have a lot to learn about. Matter of fact, one is. My my homegirls was challenging me earlier. She said, "You still got a lot to learn about the gay community." I see. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, I do. Like, I know I do." I was like, "I wasn't openly gay throughout my twenties, or even partying in the gay scene." I was like, um, "Even now, like, I don't necessarily just go to gay bars or clubs. I mean, I barely do. You know, what I'm saying I'm just kind of still around the folks that I've been around. Like, you yeah. know, I was like, um." 
But uh, there was a show, and I started it, but I didn't even keep it going. But Pose, that came out on Netflix. Pose. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I watched just, I uh, only got to two episodes, but, um, and I want to go back to that because it was so eye-opening. And um, they were, it was like people would get disowned and they go into like houses and they have these ballroom dances and it's the house of that. Mm. And so I remember bringing it up to a friend, he's gay, and he was like, yeah, MJ. You just got so much to learn. And I was like, <laughs> I know, like, I didn't know that these, you know, it's like a lot of those guys, they move into a house and they start their own family. You know, basically mm. it's like they have a house mother and they have like maybe five guys in a house, you know, who's most of them guys have been some type of way abandoned or disowned from their families. And um, they was talking about, it's very common in um, bigger cities like Chicago in particular, they was talking about, um, it's how a lot of those guys have been disowned or, or, and so they move into these kind of houses and they have names for them and stuff. So it's a lot spectrums. Remember I told you it's layered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Layers, yeah, definitely yeah. layers. That's yeah. wow. Speaking yeah. of like poles though, man, like, you know, just what we're seeing in, in film and television uh, alone is also, I so something like that, you know what I mean? And then, like I said, you watch, uh, uh, the Pink. Uh, what's the fuck is the name of the show? Oh, the oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Valley, something Valley. Va- P Valley. 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 You know what I'm saying? P Valley. You got somebody like Lil Murder on <laughs> Valley, the hood, yeah. thug, you know what I'm saying? Rapper, D-boy, who is secretly gay. You know what I'm saying? And then he, you know, banging the club owner who is... I, get, I don't know. I mean, he's gay, but he's a man, but he's just like a woman. So I, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, drag. I, I don't know what it is. But that's just just, just highlighting it in TV and film, I think, is uh, itself eye-opening to a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Because some people can't visualize. Yeah, they, they bring, like, you might have an idea of what's going on. Like, oh, somebody low down, you know, down low, low key with what they're doing. But to put it in your face on the big screen, like the thug, you know, banging, you know, the 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 male who's who just, yeah, you know I mean, it's just like wow, it's just like, hey, take I a trip to, it's take it, yeah, take a trip to Atlanta, you gonna get your, you go, you gonna get a culture shock because you you see you see all that man, I mean, it's just it is, it's like whoa whoa, you know, it's it's it is and it's and it's uh Atlanta's yeah Atlanta's the culture hub of it it happens yeah. everywhere but you can, you can see it happens everywhere yeah. uh-huh. but Atlanta's the you know it's the house between Atlanta and DC DC yeah. I'm about to say that's hell man uh I didn't I I found out what Midtown is after I you know what I'm saying after being in Midtown like I didn't know like the scene was like that in that area of Atlanta yeah. yeah, like that's like it's heavy over there. But Atlanta, um, see, Atlanta is so mixed in. Uh, Midtown is the the official gayborhood, but you know, here in Midtown is also a lot of the straight clubs and a lot yeah. of the the rest. Of, so it's like everything yeah. versus like Chicago truly has like a boys' town. Like boys' town, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's strictly like it's it's separated. Atlanta is all meshed in. Atlanta, the whole Atlanta. Yeah. It's bisexual. I, and, and, and I, and I that's, that's that's a good way to put it. I, I, I didn't I didn't know that was you know what the area was, man. We are I, I can't remember who I, I know I was with. I know I was with Low. Were you with us, uh, Jones? Okay, yeah. bro. Okay, we walking through. We made the one turn on mm-hmm. one block. We we getting cat call. 
all kind of yeah. shit. We like, remember we walk, remember like, we walked by the, when we walked by that bar. It was a bar yeah. and it was packed. Hey, we like, oh, like, let over here, and then like, we, we started yeah. paying attention. I was like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, fine. next next time I come to Atlanta, though, I, I take y'all out. Let's yeah, do it, man. bro. Man, hey, you got you got have you got have one of the house house and digs. Ain't nothing oh, better yeah, than yeah, kickback, man. Yeah, definitely. nothing better than kickbacks. Yeah, those, for sure, those always go up, man. No, for sure. no matter how you slice it, better than going to the club. Shit, BYOB. You got bottles for days. You ain't paying twenty dollars a drink, man. You know what I mean. Two hundred and thirty, two hundred and thirty for a thirty dollar bottle. Like, yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, the yeah, kickbacks, man. legendary. Yeah, bro. Oh, go ahead. What's up? Smile, welcome by. Uh, uh, we about to tell him we about to get off. We about to be done. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, you telling you already fucked up? In the house. So uh, uh, that's all good, man. He can holler. At he say what up to the people. <laughs> What's going on, Frank? Nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you. Yeah, we yeah. just kick it. We just kick it back, man. Having a good conversation, man. You know. What's up, man? He told me about it. That's what's up, man. I'm gonna let y'all get back awesome. to our conversation, but I was telling him if y'all need me to interview, I'll do it too. There we go. He got an interesting story. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I had to go ahead and do a part two. The opposite yeah. what y'all talked about. So that's gonna be the good thing because even y'all could start even when we mentioned about seeing it i got like yeah i got like 10 minutes i gotta get to the gym yeah we gotta we gotta get out of here anyway man but yeah, like yeah, yeah. um you mentioned the tv shows i know there's always the big black conversation when it shows up on our black tv shows so you mentioned um p valley power you know recently power. okay Drew. i love drew's Drew, and the basketball yeah. players um yeah. How how the basketball player, I've been there too, like when I hooped in high school. So like, it was just like, when you on a team, like you on a team, you your persona, like you mentioned, you in part of fraternity, whatever, things like that. I like them showing what that basketball player is going through yeah. um, on, on the Book of Power uh, or Ghost, whatever the hell they call it now. Um, but. I, I like representation on TV. I know some people think it's going overboard. I'm like, no, it's it, this is just representation, and yeah. hopefully you see that this happens every day. And these yeah. people have souls just like you, and yeah. they just want to be accepted. And so yeah. it, that's it. That's it. Yeah, man. absolutely, man. Well, brother, man, we 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 really appreciate you. Like I said before in this episode already, man, I appreciate you coming on. You know, uh, speaking your truth. And uh, sure. giving us your journey, man. It's uh, sure. I, I love this kind of content, man. I like hearing where people come from and who they are now, and especially if it's uh, successful and it's protecting their energy. I, I talk about energy all the time, man. But it's it's it sounds like you are in tuned with it now since you are able to, you know, come out and live your truth, man. So we appreciate it, brother. Thank y'all for the platform. Always, yeah. brother. Yeah, you know, man. Come through whenever. Bye. For sure, for sure, man. <laughs> 
Yeah, Yo, man, you, got any, you got any, you uh, got any, like social that you want to share, man? Shout, you know, shout oh, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, going tough, man. All 2021, Young and Death Free. So Young and Death Free ATL on IG. That's where you can find me the most. Uh, so coming real hard next couple weeks, man. So all I've been doing is dropping content, getting ready. Yeah, dope, 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 dope. 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 Well, MJ, we thank you, brother. And TC, if they want to listen to this episode over and over and over and over in any of our past episodes, where can they find us, brother? At Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at StakesIsHighPod at gmail.com. Cheer! Cheer! He ran it that time. Ran yeah, practice. Yeah. <laughs> you got it, bro. I had to get in the cut real quick. Yeah, man. Bye, bye, yeah, bro. Man. Took seven. And I, <laughs> and I, now I'm good. Some of y'all know about that. I ain't want. I ain't want to jump out for you, man. All right. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, anyone listening, man, uh, whatever it takes to live your truth, man, please do. If it's you know like it's like me, I had to. I had to get off social media for a couple weeks, a month, whatever it takes to control and be in tune with yourself. And if you are uh, struggling to find out who you are, man, please find a way. Talk to somebody. Talk to a therapist. Hey, call MJ. MJ, MJ, you'll take that. You'll take that, uh, that, uh, that DM, won't you? <laughs> I will. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Yeah, so talk to someone. We got people out here on our platform. If you have any questions, TC gave you an email. We will try to put you in tune with somebody that we know. We got a lot of resources. But, hey, man, do whatever you need to do to live your truth. All right? Again, thank you for listening to Stakes is High Podcast. Peace.